Hello everyone, it's Fiction Fridays. So welcome to the show and I hope that you all had an excellent week. The big news is A Change in Tune is finally officially available for both ebook and the paperback. So thank you so much to all of you guys who helped make it the number one ebook release for young adult music fiction. I really appreciate it. You guys are amazing and I'm so grateful for you all. If you haven't yet picked up your copy, Again, it's available on Amazon and multiple other retailers for ebook, and then there's also the paper book. So, all right, let's get started. Today, we're discussing a little bit the concept of to be or not to be a teacher. And I think this is something that all creatives or artists kind of struggle with, whether you're more musical or if you are a writer or a scholar. And I, I don't like when people feel like they have to fall into one camp or the other. Some people think that I'm only going to be a performing violinist or performing musician, and I have no interest in teaching. Other people say I'm just a teacher and I don't have time to perform anymore because I'm spending all my time teaching. And I think it's it's a little bit dangerous to fall into one of those traps uh, because really a well-rounded musician should be able to do some of both. You'll probably have one that's a little bit more your focus than the other. But if you don't at least explore a little bit of both categories, I think you're missing out. For example, if you're a performer, teaching actually helps you better master some of these concepts. When you're actually presenting technique uh, to your students, you have to think about how you approach a subject in a different way. And since this is a fiction podcast, uh, in our chapter four, uh, Victoria deals a little bit with her reticence to even think about teaching. Her mom is a piano teacher and her sister enjoys teaching, but she just has no interest in it. She just wants to perform and beginner students annoy her and things like that. But I think she's she's missing out on a really great opportunity to perfect her craft and to see how do you explain it in simpler terms to, in a certain sense, the next generation and, and to pass it on. Um, in my own life, I have loved the the teaching side of my career. I enjoy kind of being boots on the ground a little bit with violin, really working with the students, trying to figure out what um, clicks with them, how to phrase something different if it doesn't click with them the first time around. And But I also think that as a teacher, it's important that we still perform and that our students see us performing because it can become easy just to fall into, okay, I teach these lessons and then I'm done. And if we never really strive to reach a higher level for our own craft, our students aren't seeing us pushing ourselves. So here we're pushing them to practice every week to, to master the material. But if they never see us try to reach that higher level, it's a bit difficult for them to, to be as inspired. So I do try to make an effort to have concerts periodically where they can hear me perform. And I think that really helps them. And the same concept applies, like I said, to writers and scholars. Some people, they just want to hole up in their, you know, turret <laughs> and write, and they don't want to have to deal with the general public or have to, you know, teach other people how to write. But again, you actually perfect your craft, even in writing as well, if you learn how to teach it to somebody else or explain the concepts to somebody else. And it helps you really relate better to people. So it makes your writing better if you've actually been interacting with others and not just hiding in your you know, academic uh, world. 
Likewise, though, if you're an English teacher, it may inspire your students. If you, you may not have time to write a novel, but if you actually try to write at least a short story that you can share with your students, I think that can really be, again, inspiring for them and they can see your work in action. So today, as we're discussing just a little bit more of chapter four, I want you to keep those concepts in mind that it's not just I'm a teacher or I'm a performer or I'm an English teacher or I'm a writer, but hopefully you're able to kind of combine the best of both worlds. So in our chapter four, when we begin, we actually see Victoria and Jerry in the Belton University at school. And pretty early on, they go to their, their lecture with the, um, the conductor is also their music history uh, professor, and he's discussing um, Bach in this chapter. And again, this kind of goes back to that same idea. We think of Bach as this famous composer, but in real life, he was both writing, he was also uh, performing at his local church, and he was also taking care of an enormous family. And that's something that we sometimes overlook, that even the greats actually were taking care of, you know, familial responsibilities. Uh, Beethoven himself didn't have his own children, but he had to help take care of a couple of his nephews for a while, which I know, you know interfered a little bit with his his composing at that time. But I think it really shows kind of the real life world of these famous composers and how they, they had to juggle the same things we do when we juggle work and family life. Um, and in this chapter, you also get to meet uh, the youngest of the Pearson sisters, Stella. And she represents a little bit what some of um, our young students might be like. She doesn't always want to practice her piano. She's not always playing perfectly. And it just kind of annoys Victoria. Whereas one of the other sisters, Marie, has a bit more of that kind of teacher vibe. And she comes over and she knows how to explain it better to Stella how to approach the song. And Marie probably gets this from her mother, who's also a piano teacher. So I thought that was kind of fun to show a glimpse into the teaching world in this chapter, as well as Bach's, um, his familial connections and how he would take care of his young children as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are you more of a teacher or are you more of a performer or creative artist of some, of some sort? Or do you feel like you found a good balance between the two? So let me know in the comments and I will see you next week.